Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Wonderful Women of Golf. My name is Rick Wolfel. Lauren Lasaka's journey in the turf industry has taken her literally around the world, from her home in Western Canada to Ontario, where she attended university, to Massachusetts, to Australia, back to the West Coast, and currently to Los Angeles, where she's a senior agronomist at Bel Air Country Club. On this edition of Wonderful Women of Golf, Lauren shares that remarkable journey. Lauren, thank you for joining us on Wonderful Women of Golf. We know that, like many of your professional peers, your schedule is quite busy, and we appreciate your taking the time to join us. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Yes, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. We'll start with what you're doing at Bel Air Country Club, where you're a senior agronomist. What exactly falls under your job description? I suspect just about everything, but why don't you fill us in? Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, yeah, it's hard to quantify all that you're able to do in a day from a managerial standpoint all the way down to our staff. But um, fortunately, yeah, I've been at Bel Air now for three years and I'm responsible along with the assistant. I work with the director and we coordinate daily tasks, weekly goals that we would like to achieve on the golf course, um, including daily maintenance that we do, mowing greens, speed rolling, bunkers. Uh, organizing staff to do, you know, any maintenance, small projects that are involved. We're doing a lot of cart path work right now, incorporating some of our recycled materials into more stable materials. Um, we use Staloc to try and maintain our cart paths as a natural colorant look compared to having a paved cart path system. Right now, currently, our clubhouse project is a year in the making, so the foundation is going up on that. So we've just completed a cart path coming down from number one T that looks awesome. Um, that's another one that's under the belt. Um, but yeah, just daily tasks, managing staff, uh, coordinating payroll, making sure everything's corrected at the end of the day. Um, and just, again, just maintaining the golf course, especially this time of year, we're having a, I wouldn't say it's a record setting January heading into February, but we've been really fortunate to have a lot of warm weather that's kind of woken up the Bermuda uh, as you know, warm season grass. So we're Tifway 2 Bermuda in our fairways and our rough here and uh, pure distinction greens on our bent grass. You have had a very varied career and we're going to get to your career path in just a bit. Uh, how were you first introduced to golf? Uh, I know you grew up in uh, Vancouver, but uh, what got you first attracted to golf or how were you introduced to it? I had been working in department stores. That was kind of my first job in high school was along with some doing uh, soccer referee games here and there. Uh, my first study job was at a department store and it was similar where I had a bit of flexibility. I was able to walk around the store and maintain the leisure department at the time. And I had done that for four years. So heading into college, I was still finding my feet, exactly what I wanted to do how was I going to accomplish it? And at the time I was in a uh, diploma of business program and it got to the point where it was like, man, I'm just, I feel like I'm walking around in circles in this store. I really want to get outside. I'm, I grew up playing sports and being outside all the time. So 
it wasn't anything new that I was going to be outside. I just wasn't exactly sure the field that I was going to go into. And my sister, luck we have it, she ended up working two summers at the golf club, Capilano Golf and Country Club. And she looked at me one day after she heard me probably talking about some, you know, random job that I was looking at online at the time. And she said, why don't you just think about going to a golf club? And I thought, oh, it's a good idea. So <laughs> I ended up applying to the same golf and country club that she was currently working at in food and beverage. Again, just her seasonal position as she was attending university full time. And they were happy to have me. I luckily applied in February, which as a lot of superintendents or agronomists know that that's a time for hiring or getting your staff kind of get back into the window of the season. Um, and March at the time was fast approaching, which is typically in the Pacific Northwest when the rain will subside and the growing temperatures start to increase. So I walked on, had never played golf. I'd been to the driving range occasionally, but again, no prior golf course experience and not a lot of experience with the game. From there, your career path really took off, even by the standards of your profession. Uh, you ended up attending university in uh, Gulf, Ontario. And from there, you have worked in Australia, in Canada, in Massachusetts, in California. A lot of flying miles, a lot of miles on the car, I'm sure. How did that career path yeah. uh, try to get launched? Yeah, it was, it all stemmed from working at Capilano Golf and Country Club. I, fortunately, they had an intern program at the time. So I had met a few students passing through completing their internship, which at the time I was unaware of, you know, the two and the four-year programs that were available. And they spoke openly about what they were doing in school and how they were working during the summertime to complete that internship requirement as part of their university. Um, at the time, I had met a Penn State student and then uh, Olds College located in Alberta, Canada. A student had come from Alberta to join us. And then the University of Guelph, which my assistant and the superintendent at the time had both attended. So I was very familiar with the University of Guelph. I understood where it was, which was at the time across the country from where I was living. And again, they just spoke really openly and positively about the program. And very early on, I would say after the first season I worked on a golf course, I knew that that was something I wanted to expand my wings on and go for it. And again, just having those interactions with students that I was able to speak to and just our staff in general, how much they enjoyed working at the golf club, it really helped solidify that I wanted to do that. And it took six seasons of working at Capilano to go for it truly. But in that meantime, I had so much fun, honestly, working on the golf club and just learning so much about what truly, if I were to go to school, what that entails and, you know, what do I need to learn and just getting more familiar with equipment and the game of golf and understanding the championship level that the golf club at the time that I worked at and now of course, with the experience I've gained, what that entails, like what goes into a tournament, what goes into a members event, or what's our goals for even the week of a growing season. When did you really, or was there a particular moment when you realized you truly had a passion for the profession? I mean, one of the things that I talk about when I encounter uh, high school or college students is the importance of 
entering a profession that you truly have a passion for. Uh, when did you discover that you truly had that passion for the turf profession? Sounds like that happened pretty early on. It did. It did happen early on, thankfully. And for me, it was being around our staff, you know, in the peak of summer. Again, you're working in very hot conditions at times, depending on where you're located. A lot of us know that now, but enjoying getting up in the early hours of the morning, getting so much done. You know, you're with a group of people that also are like-minded and want to be there. And it was just fun. I really enjoyed the physical physicality of the job as well. Um, I started in bunkers, moved on to walk mowing greens, um, ended up moving into bigger equipment, mowing fairways, mowing rough, but it all fascinated me and it all made me want to learn more or ask more questions or just learn different tasks. And that's when I realized, well, wow, this is something really unique and universally it translates because as, as much as I didn't play golf at the time, I really enjoyed watching tournaments specifically, I think as we all did back then, Tiger Woods. And to realize watching a golf course in the type of conditions they were at and then to go to you know your home golf course and try and achieve as best you can those conditions it really fascinated me and it kind of got me hooked taking a look at your career path it started at royal sydney in australia and went on from there to back to your hometown on to massachusetts and on to los angeles where you are now how in the world did that career path evolve? Was that something that you set out to do or it just kind of happened? It just kind of happened. And I'm really thankful that it did. Um, I always had a passion for traveling in my 20s, even while working at the golf club seasonally, I was able to travel in the winters. And that was, I'd already been to Europe. I had a few friends that lived there, so I was able to kind of do that trip a few times. Um, Australia was truly, through the golf course, made a connection. Uh, we had a seasonal employee at the time who was from the Royal Sydney, and he worked at Capilano for one summer and said, hey, you know, if I know you like to travel. If you're ever interested, you know, think about Australia. It's, it's a great place, we, you know, and the golf, he spoke highly about the golf course that he worked at, which was Royal Sydney. So I took him up on his offer. Um, this was kind of in between, again, when I was still half in that business school realm, attending university at the time. So I completed schooling and then I took a winter off and I worked back to back kind of golf course summers. Um, and again, I just, I hooked, I got hooked. I, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And from then on, it just kind of opened the horizons of maybe the career path and where in the world it can take you, which was always something I was passionate about, um, whether it was visiting new places or just traveling and expanding my horizons outside of Vancouver. That was just something I always enjoyed. So I'm happy that it's still leading to different spots even today. How advantageous was it for you to work in a number of different, different locales, work for a number of different superintendents and learn different ways of doing things that there isn't only one way to approach a problem or a situation. Absolutely. I think it was very advantageous and helpful and it, it almost prepares you in a way for something you're not quite sure you'll encounter when in fact you'll probably encounter five of 
same situations or if not 10 different ones that somehow you can relate to your prior experiences. But yeah, meeting just different styles, learning about different types of grass and the climates that they grow in. I, Growing up in the Pacific Northwest, I don't think I could have guessed that I would be working in a warm climate with warm season grasses. So everything that you do inside the classroom and in the field is equally as important. And sometimes you don't realize examples that present themselves that you'll definitely find later to be much helpful. You came back to Los Angeles Country Club or came back to the West Coast, I should say, at Los Angeles Country Club in May of 2016 and were there not quite three years. Uh, What did you take away from that experience kind of coming up the ladder during your time there? It was a wonderful experience, Um, a lot of hard work, a lot of people that are very dedicated to championship level conditioning. And LACC, even to this day, as we know, they're hosting the 2023 U.S. Men's Open, um, daily conditioning and the teamwork. Um, We had a very plentiful staff, as a lot of golf courses do, that has, you know, seniority that people have been there for 25, 30 years, as well as people like myself who were still kind of figuring out the golf course industry and not knowing at the time I would stay there and end up staying in Los Angeles area. Um, just learning something from everyone that worked there, whether it was an irrigation tech that was there for 25 years prior, um, assistants that had been in the industry as well as in that golf club for more than three to four seasons, you know, there's always something to learn. And that was something that was so awesome at LACC is you're able to have an eye on pretty much anything that you'd like to, you know, you open your horizons, you kind of open yourself up to learning different things or digging a trench or seeing, you know, power connections and different things that are years down the road, the long-term planning as well at a club like that, that you're able to see different projects and, through different vendors' eyes and contractors and getting exposed to a lot of really awesome projects. One of the things that I have always appreciated and embraced about the turf industry is how willing the people in it are to share their knowledge with each other, whether it's someone like me that is visiting in their world for a time, uh, working on stories for a golf course industry, but how open they are about explaining things, sharing their knowledge, teaching you or teaching me things about their industry. And it's one of the things that makes it so appealing to write about, and I'm sure from your perspective, uh, appealing to work in. Having having a chance to uh, attend some tournaments, and you've done the volunteer thing, uh, notably at the Genesis Open. I still want to call it the Los Angeles Open. I'm sorry. Tradition (laughs) dictates, but you have a chance to do that at Riviera. You've done the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. You've done the Memorial, and we'll get to the Women's Open experience in a bit. But what was that experience like, having the chance to watch PGA Tour players up close, what they were expecting slash demanding as far as course conditions and just being part of a team to be able being able to pull that all that off. It was great. It it really does give you a firsthand insight of what the superintendent, the director of that golf club, it's their home course every day. And for that 
14 to 21 days prior to the tournament, even the PGA or the USGA are taking over the golf course, essentially working with the staff and their goals are ever changing. You could say Um, they definitely have conditions that they're looking for. And it's sometimes the weather that's going to dictate how the golf course and their tremendous staff and the volunteers are going to be able to achieve that. Even if it's seven days prior, Um, that was something I always enjoyed learning about each and every tournament has sort of a different set of goals that they're looking for leading up to that final Sunday. Um, And it was great not only to be a part of a seven day volunteer experience during the tournament, as well as an advance week. I was really fortunate to be part of the Memorial's advance week. So even being there those seven days prior, sometimes it's the magic of TV that shows everything to perfection. So, you know, those much earlier days that start and those much later into the evenings, into the dark, that happen as a volunteer on the golf club. And again, sometimes weather hits you right where it hurts on a Saturday night, right ahead of the Sunday championship Sunday. And it's tremendous to see all of the volunteers and the direction that everyone's able to take to achieve the conditions that the players want, as well as the agronomists that are on site would like to. Being part of the Women's Open experience, and we've had a number of people from that group of women who volunteered at the Olympic Club last year, it really wasn't our plan to purposely seek out those <laughs> volunteers to appear on this podcast, but it just seems to have worked out that way that a lot of the people we have reached out to and have expressed interest um, in appearing on this podcast were part of that volunteer group. And everybody that I've talked to, has raved about how special it was to be part of a national championship and help prepare the golf course, as you just mentioned, but also to interact with each other, to network with each other, and to learn from each other. And um, they just considered it one of the highlights of their professional lives to be involved with something like that. Uh, Would you feel the same way? Yeah, without a doubt. I'll even raise my hand, physically raise my hand for that. I I had so much fun and I, any experience is unique, whether you're starting a new job, you're moving to a new city. That was kind of those, that same feeling. Um, The pandemic as we all know was going on in 2020 and to be able to visit that golf course and for Troy to have the success that he did and the availability that he was able to do in the city of San Francisco in that summer of 2021 was even last minute for himself so to hear everything that went into it and the interactions that we were able to make I had never really thought about it until one of the women had said it she said it's so awesome that there's so many of us here and I remember thinking looking around and thinking gosh I have been to a few tournaments and I've always been the only female and it never really dawned on to me until I was surrounded with mostly females at that tournament and just the conversations that you're able to have that you know as networking goes you know we we're all so busy like you mentioned earlier at our own professions and our own locations on the golf courses and fields and to be able to be all in one place at one time it really hit home like even the second and the third day out of those eight days we spent together that this is truly special and it was it was awesome that I was able to be a part of it. Who are some of the people that you would consider your biggest influences? I know your parents have had a huge impact on your life, but 
thinking also on the professional side, superintendents that you've worked with or senior assistants you've worked alongside who helped uh, bring you along in this profession? Absolutely. It definitely from an early time spent at Capilano Golf and Country Club. Um, at the time, the assistant superintendent, Jamie Robb, transitioned into the full-time superintendent position. Um, he then brought on another University of Guelph alumni, Michael Newton, who was the second assistant into the senior assistant position. Um, both of those gentlemen had a very big impact on myself. Um, fortunately, they were there all six seasons that I was able to work at Capilano. So getting to know them on a personal and professional level and just sharing them sharing their experiences really helped solidify my decision of going into the turfgrass industry, um, what the lifestyle is like. And they, you know, they were honest, which is, I think everyone needs to be honest is obviously we work a lot. And in some areas we work a lot in, you know, primarily the summer months. And that was something they were open with me about as well as, you know, what they do in the winter time. And, you know, every, every golf course is different, but if you can take everything you can from your experience now and carry it with you and just professionally thinking ahead. And that was always something they were always big on. Um, at the time, again, Jamie had moved on into the superintendent's position and now on to another golf club as the superintendent, as well as Michael Newton. Now he's a general manager. So it's almost, they put that framework of, if, even if you don't know quite what you want out of the experience, if you work hard and you enjoy yourself, there's always the next realm of possibilities that can happen. So I think I always had that in the back of my mind as I couldn't have told you that I was gonna be in Los Angeles 10 years ago being a senior assistant, but. I'm certainly happy that I always had that frame of mind of you can kind of do what you want. You can take control of what you want in this industry and you can kind of keep going forward. Do you have an idea of where you would like to go in this industry? Uh, would you like to be a head superintendent? Do you have a plan in your own mind as far as where you would like to go in your career? Yeah, I think I would like to continue on to be a superintendent or director at a facility, I think it would be a great goal. It's not, again, I've kind of weaveled my way along the path and it has always been a goal of mine and still is. Um, locationally, I'm kind of up in the air. I'm open to moving kind of where I need to be. Southern California has been a great home for me for the past six years. But again, speaking with other people in the professional industry, it makes you understand that there are truly no limits to what we're able to do and where you may end up. So that's kind of in the back of my mind still. How has this profession evolved since you've gotten into it? Technology has changed, new products yeah. are always coming out and what have you. But as far as doing the job and implementing what needs to be done, how have practices changed over the last decade or so? Yeah, I think technology is a big one. Um, I started out working with a Jacobson Eclipse mower, which was the first Jacobs. It was the first Eclipse mower they had developed at the time, and this was back in 2010. And it was just one of those things where you see it for the first time, and it's this new blade, this new technology, and then to develop into 
working at different clubs, you obviously you work with a lot of different equipment. And I would say the technology within the equipment is incredible to see from start to finish. And then also the longevity of equipment on every golf course that everyone likes to keep around because they feel like it gives you that clean, crisp result that you know you're going to get. So I'm really looking forward to continually testing out new machinery and just seeing how it works and learning maybe how you know, fuel consumption can change. I know that's a big one for, especially here in Southern California and electricity and in, for instance, just blowers, an example of our, our golf course, what we've transitioned into and being really fortunate to be able to have. What's been the most satisfying part of this journey for you? You've moved around a bit. Uh, you have worked in a lot of different circumstances. So what gives you the most satisfaction? when you look back at your life and this could be for anyone, when you look back at your life and you're able to laugh or smile about a memory that you have or something that happened to you in a different part of your life in a different part of the world, honestly, that brings me the most joy because as it all happens, everyone's lives are constantly changing and evolving and we're all working hard, of course. And to reflect on the people that you're able to meet in this industry, as you mentioned, they all have something to say and positive and something to share about their own personal experiences. It's the most fascinating thing to talk about people in our industry and how they started and entered in and how they ended up where they are today. And I think it's, it's great. I think taking time out, if people are able to, to experience different places or different, you know, especially in our profession, like I was fortunate enough to be able to do, um, it does. It gives you a whole other body of people to network with and speak with. And that's been the most enjoyable part of my profession even today. Our staff here at Bel Air Country Club, again, some very seasoned veterans that they have a lot of jokes and a lot of things to say about their past memories as well. So it's been a tremendous honor to meet some of the people that truly have devoted their lives to these golf courses that I've been able to work with. Lauren, we thank you for spending the time with us. Continue best wishes to you and uh, all of your professional peers. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you very much. This is awesome. Lauren Lasaka, our guest on this edition of Wonderful Women of Golf. My name is Rick Wolfel. We thank all of you for joining us and all of you who work in the turf industry and bring so much pleasure to those of us who are around the game and those of us such as myself, who try and play it. Thank you very much. My name is Rick Wolfel. We invite you to join us next time. 